What's up, fam? That was a horrible introduction. I'm so sorry for that. But you can listen to me anyway. I have something short, sharp, and sweet for you guys today while I'm driving uh, back to home base with uh, Faris Al Youssef, our client success director, who is currently uh, living with us. I am super excited to, um, to share some information with him when, when I get back there. Um, this past week's been crazy. Um, Farris flew in and we had a bunch of, uh, a bunch of like, let's get shit on paper and know exactly what we're going to do and see how we can, uh, change roles over with, uh, with, with, with Josh and do everything to, to make sure all clients still get the best results in the world and still have some fun and manage through all the bullshit and everything else that comes with it at the same time as well. And a lot of things did come up, um, within the transition within clients, within, um, uh, just personal, normal human life stuff at the same time as well. Some stuff that was coming up within clients where people were really scared to take action on some certain tasks, like following up with people or, um, you know, hiring someone because they're, they're scared of letting something go or even myself, um, I have such a huge fear of uh, being a bad leader, if that makes sense, right? And something that I have learned repeatedly with my experience in business and just life in general is that nine times out of 10, the fears that you have are going to be confirmed. Um, what I mean when I say that is that majority of the things that you are scared of that you don't want to happen are going to happen at one point or another. And what I've found makes it worse for you is not realizing that that's actually something that you can't control when you're trying to scale. Now, what I mean when I say that is that when you are trying to scale, All the things that you fear are going to happen to you. You're going to have clients that want to leave. You're going to have clients that ask for refunds. You're going to have team members that want to leave. You're going to have uh, team members that that aren't happy with the way that you are leading them. You're going to have prospects who tell you to fuck off. You're going to have... your partner, as in your, 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 your wife or whoever it is, at some point, uh, pull you up on not being as present as you need to be with yourself and the family while you're trying to scale the business and manage everything and, and balance the whole thing while, uh, while still chasing down your purpose in, in, in the whole business. Um, you're going to have a team who don't actually perform to their highest. You're going to have... Uh, prospects who don't get results. Sorry, you're going to have prospects who who pull out at the last minute. Um, You're going to have uh, clients who don't get results and end up getting really angry at you. You're going to have clients who stop communicating with you, leave you in the dark and scare the absolute shit out of you. Something I wish someone told me earlier is that there's not one of the things that I mentioned before that is not going to happen to you. And I think that what creates the, uh, the internal problems that we experience and the suffering is because we do everything we can to internally avoid the unavoidable when it comes to growing and scaling your business or just living a good life in general, right? Like this can even be, uh, be, be taken into 
um, fitness or whatever it is, right? Like you're going to spill over one week and eat shit food and feel bad about yourself. You're going to um, hit the scales one day and not be happy with the, uh, the outcome. You're going to look at the mirror and not be happy with what you see. Like all of these things are unavoidable when you're looking to lead a life of uh, best service to yourself and what it is that you want to achieve in your world, right? These fears are absolutely unavoidable for you. Um, and 90% are going to be confirmed. There might be 10% that don't get confirmed. And yeah, I, I, I've, I've personally found that, like, uh, I think unconsciously, I'm still always waiting for those things to happen in, in, in one way, shape, or in one way, shape, or form in, 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 in one day or so. Um, but every fear that I have had has been confirmed to some degree. In the moment, uh, in the lead up to it, the anxiety towards it has always been extremely, extremely, uh, in some cases, like catastrophic, like uh, increased meditations to make sure that I can handle the the, the pain or suffering that comes with it, Um, increased uh, walks and steps on a daily basis to make sure that um, I am like mentally okay and prepared to deal with these things at the same time as well. Um, something that I don't think enough people take into consideration is that these things are unavoidable. And I wanted to share with you some strategies, tools, and tactics that I have personally used um, in order to be not only one, okay with these things, but two, find ways to expect these things and protect yourself from any of these things becoming legitimately catastrophic for you in some way, shape, and form. Uh, a little while ago, I watched a video uh, on, I think it was a TED Talk by Tim Ferriss. It was called Fear Setting. Um, fear Setting is essentially where whatever is scaring you right now, you choose to address that fear by you know brain dumping all the fears that you're experiencing and labeling them out with the intention of getting them on paper so you can clearly see what the actual, uh, the, the things that are unconsciously holding you back and limiting your, 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 your reality because you're scared of uh, moving forward and forward momentum because of these things happening. Once you can put it on paper, it loses a little bit of its power because it's not just circulating inside your unconscious. It's actually out on paper. You can see it and it's just letters and ink on paper or, um, strokes in a in, in, in an iPad notes section or whatever it might be, right? And I will actually uh, drop the link to the fear setting. Uh, I think it's a TED talk into the comment section for this for you guys or the description of the actual podcast. But essentially what you want to do, and I'll give you an example, right, is um, let's assume that uh, someone is going to uh, tell you to fuck off in, in, in Messenger, right? Um, or, or, or a client is going to fail and you're going to fail the client at the same time too. So there's three categories and, 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 and strategies that you want to use in order to actually move through the fear. So one, you want to address it. So let's assume that it's uh, someone is, um, you're going to fail someone and they're not going to get a result, right? In order to uh, identify how to best get through this, you want to, you want to ask a question of like, okay, cool. So I'm scared of someone not getting a result with, with the service that we run right now. What could I do to prevent that person from actually um, not getting a result with us, right? Could I uh, spend a little bit of extra time with him? Could I spend an extra two hours this week building a system to make sure that doesn't happen? Could I uh, make sure that 
um, when I signed that client up, those expectations are managed a little bit more effectively from, from, from day one. Is there something that I could do to make sure that um, I could hire an expert to give me some uh, outside insight to review some of the campaigns or whatever it might be, right? Um, what is it that I could do to prevent the fear of a client not getting a result from actually manifesting um, so that I can move through that fear and still continue to crush client acquisition and sign a client up a day if I wanted to with the intention of not being scared of that delivery at the same time without going through the process of it stopping me in my tracks and not signing clients up for weeks or months because I've just never addressed what the prevention of that fear could be and put together a plan without it taking over my whole life and it becoming the procrastination that stops me from signing clients in the first place. That was a pretty long uh, prevention mechanism, but imagine if you if you answered that question, you would never have delivery fear again, right? Now, that is how you can prevent things from day one. So prevention in itself is something that's going to stop you from actually going through um, to identify you know, what you could best do to pre-consider that fear coming up and prevent it from being a huge issue for you in some way, shape, and form, right? Now, let's assume that your prevention is still shit and it does nothing for you, okay? What you want to do is identify, now that you've put your prevention strategies in place, what about something to, hypothetically, still something goes wrong, what can you do to rebound, right? So, this is where you put in you know, it could be a proverbial plan B, a parachute we've used as a um, as, as a terminology in the past, where if everything still were to go wrong, what could you do to fix the issue with that client if they weren't getting a result? Could you give them, again, some extra attention? Could you look at more ad accounts? Could you hire someone to support you in that process and look over your ad accounts again? Is there someone that you could speak to that would help you go through this? Is there something that you could do um, to stop that person from being scared and managing their expectations through the process, let them know that this may not go in the exact way, whatever it is. And if everything goes wrong, like, are you willing to give that person that money back, right? Are you willing to um, uh, work with them for, for, for free for a month until you start getting the results, right? Like, what is it that if everything did go wrong, even after you've prevented all these things, is it that you could do that if everything still went wrong, that you could do to get yourself back on track and still make sure that you're moving out towards getting the results for these clients or whatever the problem is that you're experiencing, right? I always went one step further. So you've got your prevention, you've got your rebound in case things go wrong. Then I always put in, this is actually one, one further step than Tim. I always put in another tool of like, what's a second thing I could do that if it all went wrong and that, the, the, the rebound mechanism that I had come up with still didn't work. What's the second thing that I could do to make sure that I can move through this and still move the client forward and still make sure that I'm safe and have a, like a plan in place to make sure that if everything goes wrong, every fire in the world comes up and I'm in this world of like head in my hands, world of, uh, you know, world of what the fuck, how did this happen? Um, that I'm still going to be safe, okay, and nothing can fucking phase me either way right? By addressing the fears, identifying prevention strategies, identifying what would happen or what you can do even if everything were to go wrong in as many different ways, and then identifying what you could do even if your prevention and rebound mechanism still went wrong, what it does is it gives you this uh, increasingly 
um, like increasingly large uh, confidence within your ability to solve issues when they come up and let you know that when those things do happen, that you have a plan. It might not go to plan, but you have a plan in what you can do to fix them when they don't go the way that you'd initially hoped them to in the first place. I have found that even if all still goes wrong there, the pure skill being built of identifying what might get in my way of success, what I can do to prevent it from actually going wrong, and identifying how to best manage my emotions, the emotions of the client, or whatever the problem is that we're speaking about here right now, um, even if everything does go wrong, gives me a sense of confidence that most people don't get the ability to actually experience in their life. And I have found that this is not a one-and-done um, situation. This is something you have to do consistently again and again and again and again and again and again. I literally did it this morning with uh, a leadership ex- uh, challenge that I'm experiencing right now um, where if, 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 if I hadn't done that, I've got a conversation coming up with, with, with a team member where if I uh, um, hadn't prevented everything that could have gone wrong, um, it's very likely that I would have been really uh, anxious going into that conversation in the first place. This is something, it's a tool and a strategy that if you can build, use, and reuse as a tool when, when, when you need to, you'll create a world where you have this undeniable confidence on a daily basis where you can just run through fucking walls and you can apply it to literally every area in the business. Um, you can apply it to someone um, who, you know, you're speaking to someone in messenger and you're scared of them actually uh, um, telling you to fuck off, right? Like, in order to prevent that from happening, like, just keep asking questions. Don't focus on whatever their responses are and just, like, keep asking questions, keep going through it, whatever it is. If they do say fuck off, like, maybe have some fun with it, right? Like, hmm, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe if, if they say fuck you, like, maybe you could tell them, um, truthfully, I have to wait until my wife gets home before I can actually have sex. So between now and then, how about we just keep having the conversation? I'll let you know how that goes when she gets home, right? Like, have have some fun with it. Make a joke out of it. Do, do something that would give uh, the, the, the situation um, much less pressure and some joy out of it. So you actually get to enjoy it when things like that happen because you get to have fun with it more than anything else, right? Um, this could be used in uh, a sales calls for the exact same reason, right? Like, you're scared of getting rejected in some way, shape, and form. In order to prevent yourself from getting rejected, maybe you can actually go and listen to some of your past sales calls and identify what the main um, uh, the main strategies that you can use to, to, to give yourself some feedback or get like us as a team to give you some feedback on your sales calls to make sure you actually are pre-asking and pre-considering rejections and making sure that um, your offer presentation is good or whatever it is in those contexts, sir. Um, and then, like, if it, even if everything does go wrong, like, remember that you can just continue to fill your pipeline with people so that the person you're speaking to today is not actually someone that um, is going to uh, be the determination of whether you actually succeed or fail because you continue to fill the pipeline with people and get more practice and reps and sets in of actually taking sales calls or whatever it might be, right? You can apply this to literally anything if you use it effectively and correctly. And it almost ends up, like popping a pin in the fear in the first place. And the last thing I want to tie into this right now is that the fears you have are very likely going to be confirmed about 90% of the time. It's the anticipation of the fear that scares you more than the actual fear itself happening in the first place too. It's kind of like when someone tells you to fuck off and you're scared of that, you realize, oh, okay, it was just words. I didn't die. This wasn't a safety thing. I'm not going to actually die here. Um, 
whenever you have something that uh, actually happens and you're like, oh shit, that wasn't that bad, you actually end up in a position where, like a pin popping a balloon, the actual um, uh, the 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 fear itself dissipates within microseconds, and you're able to put that in the bank of uh, of situations that you were able to handle, measure through, and go through hard times with the intention of reminding yourself that you're able to actually get through hard situations and the failures and fears that you do experience. Another great tool here is uh, if you were going to uh, YouTube and chuck in David Goggins' cookie jar. He uses a great analogy of uh, when you're going through hard times to uh, mentally remind yourself of all the uh, situations where you were able to overcome failure, get through fears, um, and like keep a, like a document full of them so that when you do have these fears come up, you can note them down and go back to the document and realize and have a look at all the different times where you're able to overcome these things and remind yourself that even if this demon is bigger and even if this situation is harder and even if all these things... Um, uh, do come up and they, they, they will manifest and will your, your, your fees will be confirmed um, that the accumulation of all the different times that you've been able to get through this in the past will help you actually become the person that can tackle every single one of these fucking demons and be the person that you see inside your mind's eye who is the absolute savage and crushing business owner that you want to be family member husband whatever it is all the fees you're experiencing are just situations that you can either suffer through or succeed through because they're the things that will give you the strength and power to put you into the next position and help you level up in the game of business. I think that this is one of the biggest lessons that I wish I knew earlier. Um, it is definitely a 100 Mondays lesson and that you have to understand that the anticipation of fear is something that you need to actually put through the lens of expecting all of these things to happen. But when you can be prepared and prepared for these things to go wrong, um, and then still having strategies to make sure that if they do or when they do go wrong, that you can move through it, your confidence increases through the roof and you become the version of yourself that you see inside your mind's eye. Hope this was helpful for you guys. My strong recommendation is to go and listen to the, uh, the fear setting uh, TED talk by, um, by, by Tim Ferriss or if this was enough context for you to be able to you know, manage through it yourself, uh, I would totally do it. Um, and I would do it right now, starting with the thing that's scaring you the most, the thing that you are most scared of, whether it be delivery, whether it be a messenger, whether it be just failing and getting something wrong. Um, my strong recommendation is that you stop, note the fear down, identify three things you can do to prevent it from happening in the first, first place, and then identify five things that you can do, um, even if all those fears do get confirmed and what you would need to do to rebound in order to make sure that you don't actually die from the situations that you do experience. I believe in you. I truly believe that uh, you have the ability to crush it. I want you to never settle for second best, and that's why I give you these tools for you to use in a way that will help you crush your business experiences and life experiences in the best way that I can. Um, and I'd love to know if uh, this is helpful and useful to you. Reach out, let me know. Appreciate the absolute hell out of you guys. And uh, I will speak to y'all soon. Never settle for second guest. Never settle for second best. I said guest. That made no sense. You're the guest here. I uh, appreciate you guys. I'll speak to you soon, okay? Peace.